Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic Conversation. I am Amarelis. And Susan. And we are here to discuss law of the universe, aside from other conversations that we have here. Um, but lately, we've decided to tag with our meditations from Thursday and come back here and discuss a little bit more about what Susan is guiding us through. Because for me, and maybe for some of you, but definitely for me, it's been the first time that I have known or learned about the law of the universe. There's 12 of them. Am I correct, Susan? There are 12 universal laws and each one of them complements the other. So once we start to kind of roll through them, it starts to make more sense. Like even, um, you know, even the way we see things and, and notice things and do things, like if you are paying attention to the way the universe is seeing things and doing things, um, you know, then it aligns you with, you know, closer to your authentic self or who you are. So yeah, um, 12 universal laws. Uh, okay. Universe. So we are on the number nine and it's the law of relativity, not Einstein's law, right? <laughs> Einstein has a theory about relativity, which is fabulous, but you know, that's another, uh, another thought or process. So if you're like, going to go Google it because that's what I did. And I was just like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> law, law of relativity, not, um, theory of relativity. It's the difference. Mm difference it's in the labeling Ooh, let's talk about in the labeling segue to law of relativity okay. so the, the law of relativity states that everything is neutral right that no experience comes pre-labeled good or bad um that you know that all situations are equal in the plane of just being situations so it is our perspective, it is our labeling, it is how we notice them, it's how we engage with them that become the judgment of the situation. So all situations are neutral and the interpretation of the situation is ours. Okay, so you're saying how we are used to seeing the grass has full or the grass on the other side is greener, right? Yes. Because we start seeing the outside world of what our vision of what we want. And if we remember some of our other laws, right, the compensation, um, transmutation of energy, inspired action, like all, law of vibration, right? So all of this coming together, we're now at the step where we are the directors of our life and how yep. we see things. Yeah, so we're at, how we label them. So we're at the step where we now recognize that our life is a series of experiences that's created by energy and connection to others and connection to the whole. Um, and we can create or gather or manifest or, um, you know, uh, transmute the energy, shift the energy towards things that feel better. So once we have all of those skills, tools, awarenesses, understandings, whatever you'd like to call them, right now we're at the point where we have the awareness that our experience is relative to us, law of relativity. So our experience is relative to 
our history, our family lineage, our um, you know childhood, our traumas, our experiences, we label things in our own way relative to who we are in this moment. So we wanna change things, then we change the label of things. We wanna shift things, we shift the perspective of things. We want to um, move things, we move the energy around things from more of a negative to more of a positive, if that's the case. Okay, so we talked a little bit about programming on our last episode. Again, this feels like we're back to this again, right? We've been taught instead of being in school, teaching of how our energy, how we shift our energy, we're teaching other things. And then we get to become adults. And maybe we talked about this also the gut feeling where you feel like I, I need to discover there's more, right? I, I believe in energy. I feel, I believe in God or something. And I'm, I want to discover. And then you discover that there are these laws that go through and can guide you. Um, so programming of how we look at things is what we're talking about, right, Susan? Like how you attach to whatever is happening in the situation at this moment. Yeah, so so programming, instinct. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that can create the attachment. So for example, you know, the first time you think outside of your normal box is an instinctual act. It's not because of programming. It's because you know, it's a knowing, gnawing, needing, seeking to understand things differently. Um, so, so it can be, you know, it can be programming, it can be learned behavior, it can be generational, or, you know, it can be instinctual. So, and, and it's nothing, you know, it's not negative. It just is. So, you know, when we say programming, like, you know, programming, you know, we grow up in a certain place in a certain time in a certain generation in a certain era. And those are the things that, you know, that we're learning or that we absorb during that time. Well, I remember like when I was a kid, in one of the first laws, oneness, right? And how you start thinking that you live in your little bubble and I live in Manhattan. This is all I know. Um, and you think, you know, that your culture is the only one that behaves this way. Or um, I remember when I went to the suburbs for the first time and seeing houses looking just like the Dominican Republic. Like, I'm like, wow, not everything is buildings because that's what I grew up with. So again, it was like when you move out of what you know, and then you start realizing how we all are connected. I mean, when I started, started studying Feng Shui, and there's a law of your, your bed in your room should always be facing a wall, not towards the door. I was like, what? I knew this since I was a kid. It was like the, my aunt moved the furniture around the bedroom multiple times. But my God, it could not be facing the door. And then here I am reading about this from another culture and they have the same belief as us. Yeah, well, it's, it's I think what the problem, what the, what the concern is about the programming is when it starts to become definitive, like right or wrong. Mm. You know, so when your beliefs start to become um, so ingrained that you are not open to seeing the others. I mean, it's great to embrace your culture and to understand things and to know, you know, um, who you are from the relationship of your external relationships. 
But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that's who you are in relationship to your internal relationships. So I think that, you know, there's no one right way to do anything. There's no, you know, it, it's never wrong. It's just, you know, experimental and trying. So in the labeling of right and wrong, we create fear and judgment. So we don't do things that are in our knowing or our longing or our aching or, you know, instinctual for fear of judgment from others, for fear of doing something that's different. But it's all relative to who you are and those labels of judgment and different and fear, you know, are created within us. So we could very easily move from a place of, okay, very easily. We could <laughs> over time shift to um, something that, you know, that, that allows us to believe in ourselves a little bit more and to follow our inner guidance system and to trust our knowing and, and, you know, to follow something that's outside the norm of your culture, your environment, your relationships, your family structure. Um, and that's how we change and grow. And that requires passing through a lot of sensation and discomfort, but that's the part that people pull back from. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about next week, which is the good and the bad and the energy shifts of yep. feeling no, ourselves. Light and dark, no good and bad. Light and dark, right. Dark, not good and bad. You know, dark is not bad. You know, dark, right. dark is not bad. It's, you know, and light is not all good. Too much light, too much dark, you know, it's finding the balance. But, um, you know, I think that, that understanding the relativity in understanding the labeling is so important. I mean, I talk about this all the time, you know, how you label, be careful how you label your experiences, be careful how you label yourself, be careful how you label the people around you, be careful how you, you know, with caution, proceed with caution, label, uh, choose labels that, um, are accurate, that accurately reflect the best possible version of the scenario that you're creating. Choose labels that most accurately reflect the best possible scenario of the situation that you're creating or that you're in the middle of. Okay. So like I am creating a move at this moment. Ooh, manifest and move in. And I've been aware of like because I, I, I am very, I, I like to also keep a lot of stuff to myself. Like I'm very aware of like people's energy and how it comes. And also um, it's something that I feel inside of me, but I'm also bringing in my family for the first time because I'm usually do, doing things by myself, right? So it's easy to pick up and go when you're by yourself. But I, I love what you just said, Susan, because in the midst of day-to-day -day, and sometimes it can be overwhelming, and I just will want to plan the details to the T, which I know are not going to work out because I'm aware and I've been doing the practice. I have to remind myself, step away and just um, go for a walk. And the living room is upside down. And I'm like, oh, it's okay because it's okay not to always have everything in order or know what's going to happen next. Go back to just doing one box or one sale in, you know, 
didn't happen. There's no yard sale this weekend. No problem. It will happen at some point. Yes, there's a deadline. And so it's this mental thing that keeps coming back and forth, right? So that I, you, I start feeling the stress and then I have to remind myself to come back to the breath and to just trust. And when you tell people, they're like, well, do you have a house? Do you have a job? Do you, <laughs> you know? That's when the external, you know, the, the, that's when people who are, you know, traditionally fear-based or, you know, and it's out of love and concern for you. It's no, not, of course. It's not rattle you, but, you know, they, they start to create an environment where you start to question your knowing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then pull back based on the fears of others. And, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's kind of a sad state of affairs because, you know, it's not relative to them it's relative to your growth so if we can understand that you know uh, their care and concern and you know their family their friends their you know and and you know they want you to be successful but you know they they're they themselves are not willing to see you know to see things through or to see the risk through or you know to be able to understand that you know that this is something that's you know part of your path and your design Relative. And that's yes. And this is the same thing to our audience, right? Like if you have this inkling to be a painter or to write music and no one in your family has done that, you don't even know that because you don't even know if your great grandfather always had that feeling and never did it because of fear. And it keeps coming back to you. Like just follow it. And if it lights you up, and then you continue to follow it until it leads you down to a place or down another path, which leads you to another place, not attaching to the outcome, right? Yes. You know, so, so, you know, being relative, being current, being contemporary, paying attention to what's happening right now, how you're feeling now. I'm not saying throw all caution to the wind, you know, but I'm saying that if there's a nagging or a gnawing or a knowing that's relative to you, then explore that in whatever way you feel comfortable exploring that. You know, not everyone Amaralis has the courage to, you know, pick up the family and go. And that's okay because you don't need to do that. It's not necessarily those big wholesale shifts, right? Mm -hmm. You've had a series, if anyone knows you, you've had a series of smaller shifts that have led you to this point. You know, you've had a knowing or knowing and you've trusted it and you've taken action on it and it's led you to another knowing or knowing or seeking and you've taken action on that and it's led you to another. So, you know, this is a culmination of a lot of shifts. And, you know, when you arrive in your new destination, you will also continue to cultivate new shifts. You will have new awarenesses, you will have new beliefs, you will have new moments or epiphanies that will continue to move you in the right direction or in the direction that's right for you. There is no right or wrong. So it's not the right direction or the wrong direction. It's moving in the direction that's right for you. And that encapsulates relativity. Mm. We all have to breathe after that one. <laughs> <laughs> take a deep breath and sit with that yeah yeah and that's yeah. not to say that it's not scary or unsettling oh. or up 
uprooting or all those things. It is, it is, but it's also exhilarating and, and freeing and, um, you know, uh, exciting. And so when I say attach to the best possible scenario in the current situation, right? Here's the perfect example. You could attach to fearful and, and, you know, terrifying and, you know, uncertainty, or you could attach to liberation and freedom and joy and excitement and opportunity. It's your experience. You can make it relative to one or the other or some combination thereof as you travel through it. So they're not mutually exclusive. With great risk comes, you know, terrifying moments, but that's okay. Ride the wave of the moment and go back to the value of the risk. Yes. Yes. We're all you know, doing with, We're all oh. doing this big, this big, this big, this big, every day you get in your car, right? You're taking risk. Every day you roll out of bed, you're taking risk, but you're not attaching to the worst case scenario. You are either in the neutral zone or you're looking forward. How do you help yourself when things are so good that you're almost like, when is the other shoe going to fall off? Hmm. Hmm. Why are you projecting a falling shoe? Why do you need, why do you, why can't you live in the moment, ride the wave of energy right now, stay where it is instead of gifting your energy to the future, which you have zero control over or zero idea how it's going to unfold. We only project, right? It's relative. We project relative to what we already know. So we project success. If we felt success in our life, we project failure. If we felt failure in our life, if we projected that the shoe has always dropped, you know, like, yeah, things change. We ride the peaks and valleys, but that's okay. When you're in the peak, conserve that energy and use it for those joyful feelings. And then when you need, right, when, when it starts to kind of slide back into the valley, right, you have extra peaks of joy that you can tap into. It's like a reservoir. So that is when you come back to being grateful for what you have at this moment, because yeah. there are yeah. always going to be valleys and peaks. There's always going to be through life. Nothing is always, there's only happy moments. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, and there's, and polarity next week, there's the opposite of that. Right. So, you know, there's light and dark and, and there's opportunity in both, right. There's opportunity for, um, for different kinds of feelings in both, but we're emotional, sensational beings. We're going to ride the waves. And yeah, you know, when you get down there and things feel a little frenetic and maybe, you know, unsettled in the beginning, that's okay because you'll come back to the time where it felt really good in the preparation and you'll know that you're aligned with it. And you'll also know that that's temporary. The reminder that it's temporary, right? So, you know, when it comes, you'll be ready for it. That's what you tell yourself. When it comes, you'll be ready for it. I don't need to think about that now because I know that I have navigated all of the valleys that came before this, this will be, you know, navigatable. Thank you, Susan. Yeah.
welcome, Alice. <laughs> yep, know. it's like a light switch, you said? Oh, yeah, I did say that earlier before we came on camera. It's like a light switch, you know, like, so how come it sounds so easy? Just shift your thinking, shift your perspective, shift your thinking. That is um, habit forming. Okay, so, you know, we say the word habit and people think like, you know, drinking, smoking, overeating, bad habits, right? No, no, there's all kinds of habits, right? So a habitual way to move yourself to a more automatic way of thinking like that is to continue to practice it, like flipping on the light switch, you know? So if you feel yourself moving into a, a, a darker place, turn on the light, right? So the light allows you to see more. So you wanna broaden your viewpoint or your vantage point by turning on the light. And when you turn on the light and you see more, you can find something in that that's working for you, that's helping you. This is making me, so in the darkness, if I stay in the darkness and I don't switch on the light and I continue to feel um, frustrated and upset and, and, you know, angry and sad and, and sorry for myself and, you know, all those things that it's okay to feel because we have to feel all things, right? But then I reach a certain threshold and I want to shift it. So how do I get out of it? I turn on the light. And when I turn on the light, the light is broadcast over the situation so I can take a broader perspective and see in that what I'm learning, what I'm growing through, what opportunities are being created, how I'm shifting and changing as a person, you know, am I, am I growing courage? Am I growing character? Am I growing strength? Am I growing clarity? comes when you switch the light on and then you know there comes a point where you start to like you know go down that slippery slope into that you know negative train of thinking and you're like oh I don't need to stay here any longer well I'll switch the light on let me shift my perspective on the situation let me remove myself and see let me remove myself from the negative emotions that it's created and see what I'm gaining because polarities next week, so they're all intertwined, right? You yep. know, polarities next week, but you know, what am I gaining? Because if I'm losing something, I'm gaining something. If I'm shifting something, it's creating something. Yeah. Oh. oh, and that's it, guys. This is <laughs> it for today. <laughs> we can, we can stay here. I could, I would, and I know you guys have things to do but um I hope that this compared you know adding with the meditation on Thursday night and if you haven't gone listen to it you can go back it's on our channel um will help you add these little tools to your bag okay because this is all there is it's just tools it's um again reprogramming and turning on that light switch with saying what makes me happy oh music does I'm gonna turn on some music today because I'm feeling a little bit ugh muddy and I need to just shift you can write or you can listen to some music or watch your favorite show that makes you laugh so that you can change the vibration because it goes back to the vibration what we attract we come back to us so tune little, in again little tools become big lifestyle changes right we're talking about universal laws here right so yes tune in on Thursdays eight o'clock eastern tune in check in questions email ask post in the comments and have a fabulous day it's all relative
Thank you, guys.